Aren't you having any breakfast? I'm not in the mood. What are you looking at? Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Shitter was full! Ah, yeah. You checked our shitters, honey? Clark, please. He doesn't know any better. He ought to know it's illegal. It's a storm sewer. If it fills with gas, I pity the person who lights a match within 10 yards of it. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Damn Good Movie Memories. I'm your host, Brian Davis. For this week's episode, we're going to get in the Christmas and holiday spirit and talk about our favorite holiday movies. Um, For the most part, these are predominantly Christmas movies because that seems to be the typical holiday that movies were built around uh, a lot of the time. So we're going to get into my top six list, and you'll find out why it had to be six and not five uh, once I tell you about my first pick. Number six is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles from 1987. Now the reason I this was included, um, I, it wasn't good enough to put in my top five, partly because it's not your typical holiday movie. However, it does transpire during the Thanksgiving uh, holiday, so I decided that the movie was too funny not to include, and I thought it'd be fun to put in a Thanksgiving movie since there aren't really a lot of those around. So Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a terrific comedy starring... Uh, the dynamic duo of Steve Martin and John Candy. Essentially, this is kind of a modern-day odd couple. Um, And it's movies like this that really kind of made me appreciate that I grew up in the 80s. Sure, this movie could be made today, but who are you going to cast them with? James Franco and Seth Rogen? I mean, not to really knock them, but my point is that none of the popular actors today could even come close to matching the amazing talents of Martin and Candy. So the next clip I'm going to play you is the famous scene with Steve Martin. Now, by today's standards, it's, you know, it's a vulgar scene, but it really isn't as vulgar as you think because everything is gross-out comedy. Everything is an F-bomb now. But back then, I mean, the movie was pretty tame up until this scene, and that's why this scene works so well because it kind of came out of nowhere because Steve Martin is so exasperated. So enjoy the next scene. Oh, Jean Marie, you're a stitch. <laughs> no, Mom's going to do the turkey. Yeah, Dad wants ambrosia, so I guess we got to get those miniature marshmallows. And I'll do the crescent rolls, and you do the cranberries. You know I can't cook. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> yeah, well, I'll see you tomorrow then. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> oh, bye-bye. <laughs> Welcome to Marathon. May I help you? Yes. How may I help you? You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. And I really don't care for the way your company left me in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. And I really didn't care to fucking walk down a fucking highway and across a fucking runway to get back here to have you smile at my fucking face. I want a fucking car right fucking now. 
May I see your rental agreement? I threw it away. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? You're fucked. Number five on my list is Elf from 2003. Elf is an hilarious Christmas comedy starring Will Ferrell. The supporting cast is great with James Caan, Zoe Deschanel, Mary Steenburgen, Bob Newhart, and Ed Asner. It's kind of a modern-day Christmas classic, and I remember laughing like an idiot in the theater when this was released because there were certain lines that were just super, super funny to me. So the next clip is probably my favorite. So Buddy the Elf, that's Will Ferrell, is working at a mall, and so he, he hears that the mall Santa, but he doesn't know it's the mall Santa, is going to be at the at the mall, and so he thinks it's the real Santa, but it isn't, and it's played by the drunken and slobby uh, Artie Lang, and then you see what transpires next. Santa! are you? What are you talking about? I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. Uh, why, of course I am. <laughs> well, if you're Santa, what song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? Uh, happy birthday, of course. <laughs> uh, so, uh, how old are you, son? Four. You're a big boy. What's your name? Paul. And uh, what can I Paul, get you for Christmas? Don't tell him what you want. He's a liar. Let the kid talk. You disgust me. How can you live with yourself? Just cool it, Zippy. You sit on a throne of lies. Look, I'm not kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? No, he's kidding. You stink. I think you're gonna have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. Okay. <gasps> <gasps> he's an imposter! He's a fake! He's a fake! He's a fake! He's Santa Claus! He's Number four is Home Alone from 1990. Home Alone is like a live-action Looney Tunes cartoon, and really, there's no better way to put it. As a kid, I absolutely loved how Macaulay Culkin's character set up these elaborate schemes and traps for the Wet Bandits, played by Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. The screenplay was written by the brilliant John Hughes. Really, the 80s and 90s would not have been the same without the talents of John Hughes. The, also, the sequel, when he gets lost in New York, pretty much follows the, the brilliance of the first movie, and it, it holds up equally well. This very easily could have been on my favorite sequels. However, my favorite scene of the original movie was the 30s-style gangster parody movie made specifically for Home Alone, and this was called Angels with Filthy Souls, which was a direct takeoff from a James Cagney movie entitled Angels with Dirty Faces. Sir. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Cheapskate. Hey, 
I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. One, two, ten. <laughs> Number three is It's a Wonderful Life from 1946. Now, when I was growing up, this wasn't my favorite holiday movie. And part of the reason is it was it's a long movie, and it really doesn't kick in for me until you get to see Clarence the Angel. However, I think as you get older and you realize what they were going through, and it was about you know the savings and loans and, and the Great Depression, that kind of resonated with me more. But as a kid, I wanted to see you know fun things. But one of the coolest movie-going experiences for me occurred on the last Christmas Eve of 2014. For over 25 years, the legendary Stanford Theater in Palo Alto, California has scheduled an annual screening of It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve. And for years, I've been wanting to attend, but couldn't due to my family's always celebrating Christmas on Christmas Eve. However, due to logistical issues, we gathered on Christmas Day instead of Eve, and I was free to finally go to the Stanford Theater. And the whole experience was amazing. The movie scheduled to begin at 9 p.m., but people started lining up around the block at 7.30. But people were so happy and that we were cold, but, you know, people just kind of felt the spirit of Christmas. And at 8.15, the doors opened and we were treated to free popcorn, soda, coffee, and hot chocolate. The World's Oregon played traditional holiday songs before the film started. It was really like being transported back to the 1940s. Of course, I've seen It's a Wonderful Life many times, but watching it this time was a whole new experience. When Mr. Potter, played by Lionel Barrymore, came on screen, everyone in the audience hissed. It was absolutely hilarious. When the film was first released, it was not successful at the box office. And so while everyone remembers the classic ending with Clarence the Angel, the events leading up to that point are a bit depressing. And maybe due to the post-war sentiment and the post-Great Depression of the nation at the time, the movie didn't really resonate with people. However, due to a copyright issue in 1974, the film's licensing was never properly renewed and was considered public domain. Therefore, TV stations pounced on this and started to air the film consistently during the holidays. The film then became a classic. It's kind of amazing, but it's true. Hello, Joseph. Trouble? Looks like we'll have to send someone down. A lot of people asking for help for a man named George Bailey. George Bailey? Yes, tonight's his crucial night, you're right. We'll have to send someone down immediately. Whose turn is it? That's why I came to see you, sir. It's a clockmaker's turn again. Oh, Clarence hasn't got his wings yet, has he? We've passed him up right along. Because you know, sir, he's got the IQ of a rabbit. Yes, but he's got the faith of a child. Simple. Joseph, send for Clarence. You sent for me, sir? Yes, Clarence. A man down on Earth needs our help. Splendid. Is he sick? No, worse. He's discouraged. At exactly 10.45 p.m. Earth time, that man will be thinking seriously of throwing away God's greatest gift. Oh, dear, dear, his life. Then I've only an hour to dress. What are they wearing now? You will spend that hour getting acquainted with George Bailey. Sir, if I should accomplish this mission, I mean, uh, might I perhaps win my wings? I've been waiting for over 200 years now, sir, and people are beginning to talk. What's that book you've got there? Oh, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. 
Clarence, you do a good job with George Bailey, and you'll get your wings. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Poor George. Sit down. Sit down? What do we... If you're going to help a man, you want to know something about him, don't you? Well, naturally, of course. Well, I... keep your eyes open. Number two is Miracle on 34th Street from 1947. Now, this is one of the best Christmas movies ever made. Everything about the movie is wonderful, from the story to the acting. And Edmund Gwen is so good as Kris Kringle that you actually might start believing in Santa again. That's if you ever stop. You also get to see a very young Natalie Wood, who was nine years old at the time, and she plays Maureen O'Hara's daughter in the film. If you didn't know already, the plot of the film is Chris Kringle is hired by Maureen O'Hara to play Santa at Macy's in New York City after he complains about the previous Macy's Santa being drunk in front of the children. However, since Chris is the real Santa, he believes in doing what's best for the people and not necessarily what's best for the store. Often he tells the customers where to go for the best deals in town, and more often than not, those deals are not at Macy's. He also spooks out the Macy's executives by claiming he's the real Santa. This leads the executives to believe he's insane. Bah humbug. We all know better though, right? If you love holiday movies, this is one of the best, and be, be sure to watch the original version from 1947. Substituting for spurious Santa Clauses? No. Oh, please. no, I. Oh, well, the, the children mustn't be disappointed. All right, I'll do it. Oh, good, thank you. Come on, right, right this way. Get that costume. All right, number one on my list for favorite holiday movies is A Christmas Story from 1983. Now, this just isn't my favorite holiday movie, it's also one of my favorite movies of all time. To me, it's a perfect film. The casting is brilliant, and just there are so many funny scenes. It's amazing that they have this many funny and quotable scenes from just one movie. It really is brilliant. Also, this is where 1980s home video allowed movies that didn't do particularly well at the box office to become cult classics. The original release of A Christmas Story was not a box office smash, for whatever reason. And like most folks, I remember seeing this movie the first time on home video. And now it runs as a 24-hour marathon on TNT or TBS, starting on Christmas Eve throughout Christmas Day. As great as Peter Billingsley is as Ralphie, the real star of the movie is Darren McGavin as the old man. Now, I always thought he had a real name. His last name is Parker. But he's labeled as, quote, the old man as in the cast. Every time he's on screen, it's just magic. From pronouncing fragile as fragile when his major award is delivered, to making up a whole new language when he's doing battle with his broken furnace. 
I really can't imagine a better person to play this role. Interestingly enough, I once read that Jack Nicholson was considered to play the part as the old man. And look, as great as Jack is, it just wouldn't be the same. So funny enough, uh, Gwen, this ended up being her favorite movie as well, and she surprised me by giving me a quiz of this movie, and you'll see how well I did. But my favorite all-time scene, and I'll, I'll kind of paint a picture, is when the Bumpus's hounds, the the neighbors, uh, the dogs decide to basically destroy the holiday turkey, and what comes out of Darren McGavin's mouth is just pure classic and would be repeated often by my friends and I at random times, often in the middle of class. I love this okay, so we're back with another fabulous interview with Gwen, who always comes prepared. And for this time, she's going to get super producery and uh, do some trivia with me uh, yes. for her favorite holiday movie. Yes, and my favorite holiday movie is A Christmas Story. Which, if you listen to the intro of the show, it, it is my number one favorite uh, holiday movie. It's also one of my favorite movies in general. So this is going to be interesting. Great. We'll, we'll see if I can actually get everything right. Yeah, so I want to see how well you know this Christmas Story movie. And I'll give you a quiz, the harder quiz. <laughs> okay. Now, the average score for this quiz is 9 out of 15. Okay. Okay. So, so there's 15 questions. I, let's see if I can do it. Okay. So the first one. Ralphie Parker and his family lived on what street? Oh. Okay. So Main I get it. Street. Okay. There's multiple choice. Okay. Okay. State Street. Yeah. Sesame Street or Cleveland Street. Cleveland Street. Cleveland Street. Wrong. What? Sorry. <laughs> Where do you live on? It was Main Street. Oh. All right. Are you sure? I'm, I'm going to go back and spot it check. It says Main Street. All right. Okay. Oh, you should see what it looks like from out here. It could be seen up and down Cleveland Street, the symbol of the old man's victory. Number two. Early in the movie, Ralph's dad was griping about the fact that the Chicago White Sox traded this baseball player. Bullfrog. Bullfrog, hey! Yeah, see? Correct. I'm gonna, if I know it, I'm not even gonna, uh, yeah, see, ding! ding. <laughs> you get a ding! Alright. Alright. Let's see, another Red Sox question. You mean Who? White Sox? Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> see? I got you already. I think I got the first one right. <laughs> Who did the Sox receive in the transaction? Okay, so you're gonna have to give me multiple choices. Okay. A, one-legged McGrew. <laughs> B, David Wells. <laughs> no. C, blind Willie Jenkins. Okay. Or D, four-eyed Schottethofen. I, I think it's the third guy. The third guy? Yeah. Is that your final answer? It's got to be. Really? Yeah. The third guy. Wrong. Who is it? <laughs> it's the fourth one, the four-eye. Well, you can barely tell me his name. Forright Schottenhofen. Oh my god, I have to go back and listen. I know, I can picture it. He's reading out of the newspaper. I just remember he traded Bullfrog. Yeah. All right. All right, this is good. Okay. 
Um, to stop you, by the way, my dad did this, not for A Christmas Story, but for Romancing the Stone, which really? was my parents' all-time favorite movie. So He quizzed you? He quizzed the whole family on it. Oh, yep. yeah. great. So, so thank you for bringing out the legacy of my family. <laughs> did, you, did you have it recorded? No, this is back in the uh, oh, okay. <laughs> dark era, like I think the 80s. Back in the 80s. <laughs> yes. Okay. Before A lot of things. CDs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not sure why this question is on here, but maybe you can explain it. What was the name of the Lone Ranger's nephew's horse? <laughs> Victor. His name was Victor. Victor. Ah, you got it right. <laughs> Ding. And it, the reason was it was based on... Um, so they were trying to win a uh, prize from this this radio quiz, mm -hmm. and eventually that's what the leg lamp became because he ah. won the major award for getting the Lone Ranger's nephew's horse. So that was the major award. Ah, yes. I see now. Yeah, but what is that? It's a, it's a major award. A major award? Shucks, I wouldn't know, Dad. It looks like a lamp. What is a lamp, you nincompoop? But it's a major award. I won it. Damn hell, you say you want it? Yeah. Yeah, have mind power, sweet mind power. And speaking of the lamp, yeah. are you going to get one of those for Christmas? I might. I used to have a mini doll of um, the old man. That was the name of his no way. The character. Yeah, with the little leg lamp. Shut Actually, the front door. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> of the house. Um, no, we have, um, as a Christmas ornament at home, the broken leg really? lamp, and so if you, you <laughs> hit the bottom, the thing crumbles. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, you need to get the real life, the life size they do life sell size them. replica put it right by the window yeah and then Turn people will be so envious your neighbors will be envious they whenever will. they walk by yeah okay. so number five in the newspaper ralphie's dad mentions that some clod hopper down in griffin indiana did what okay you're gonna have to give me the multiple choice a got his tongue stuck on a flagpole mm -hmm. b swallowed a yo-yo C, couldn't put his arms down, or D, won a leg lamp. I want to say swallowed a yo-yo. That is correct. All right. Next one. What department store was traditionally the high water mark of the holiday season? All right, I need the multiple choice. Okay. A, is it Walmart? No. B, oh, I think it's Dempsey's, right? No, maybe not. No, okay, sorry. Okay, keep going. Okay. <laughs> no, no, keep giving me the multiple choice. B, Higby's. Okay. C, Kmart. No. Or D, Circus World. It's Higby's. Higby's yeah. is correct. <laughs> okay. Number seven. Ralphie wanted a Red Ryder BB gun. Where did he tell his mom that Flick saw some grizzly bears? Oh, okay. You're going to have to say, I know this. Go ahead. Give me the multiple choice. At the zoo? <laughs> no. Walmart? Uh-huh. Pulaski's Candy Store? It's Pulaski's Candy Store. All right. Yeah. Another one. Ding. <laughs> Are you keeping track of how many? I think, I've ha <laughs> I think I got two wrong so far. Okay. We'll um, go back and listen to the tape. Okay. Trying to rebuild the dike, Ralphie says he wanted this toy instead of a BB gun. What toy? I think he wanted Tinker Toys, right? Tinker Toys, correct. Yep. All right. <laughs> You're on a roll. Well, okay. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
What was Ralphie's favorite radio program? Oh, it was uh, Little Orphan Annie. Right again. <laughs> okay. And there's got to be something on Oval Team. Ah, okay. Yeah. What did Flick say he was going to get his dad for Christmas? Um, oh, he wanted to get him like a. Um, okay, I I could be wrong, but I thought it was a. Um, it's like a, a a flower that squirts out water or something like that. You're correct. Right, the yeah. old squirting flower gag. There you go. All right. At first, Ralphie's dad thought his that his major award might be this. Well, he thought it was. Oh, it could have been a bowling alley. Correct. Yeah. It's the deed to a bowling alley. <laughs> now you're really on a roll. Okay. What was the name of Ralphie's grade school teacher? Oh man, this is good. Name of Ralphie's grade school. Okay, I need teacher. I need okay. multiple choice on this. Is it A. Bunny Lebowski? No. B. Taylor? No. C. Shields? Yes, Mrs. Shields. Yeah. Ah, yeah, correct. Yeah. All right. We had a slow start. Now you're like really? I'm kicking into the gear. <laughs> I need to warm up. According to Ralphie, what was his personal preference when it came to tasting soap? Oh, we liked Life Boy better, but um, so one of them had like a kind of an after meal taste or something like that. Okay, is that your final answer? I guess, yeah. All right, I, mean, I can I give the you the four. Okay. So okay. What, what was the? Uh... A is it Lux? Mm -hmm. B Life Boy. Yeah. Life Boy. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Positive? Yeah. Wrong! <laughs> okay, so maybe White Boy tasted horrible. <laughs> but I don't know. What was it? Something else to have like kind of a nice after dinner taste? Uh, uh, okay. Well, Are you the, the expert? Answer? It's Lux. Okay, it was Lux. It was Lux. Okay. Over the years, I got to be quite a connoisseur of soap. My personal preference is for Lux, but I found palm olive had a nice piquant after dinner flavor. Heady, but with just a touch of mellow smoothness. Life Boy, on the other hand. <laughs> After gathering the sad remains of his broken major award, <laughs> Ralphie's dad could only muster these few words. Not a finger! Correct! <laughs> yeah. I remember All putting right. on his hat, yes. Did you touch that? You were always jealous of this lamp. Jealous of a plastic Jealous. Lamp. Jealous because I won. That's ridiculous. Jealous. Jealous of what? That is the ugliest lamp I have ever seen in my entire life. Now it was out. Get the glue. We're out of glue. You use up all the glue on purpose. The old man stood quivering with fury, stammering as he tried to come up with a real crusher. All they got out was, not a finger! Now for the bonus question. Okay. Okay. You realize so, that only a super fan who has watched this a million times would get any of this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, I expected a 100% Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I'm doing better than the average, right? It was supposed to be 9 out of 15. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay, this is a bonus question okay. that I made up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going rogue. Well, true or false. Okay. 
Peter Billingsley, the one who's known as Ralphie mm -hmm. in The Christmas Story, he also starred in a commercial. It was yeah. um, as Mikey for, oh, really? a life and, and, yeah. for a life serial. Okay. True or false? I'm going to say false. Wow, that is correct. <laughs> Did you also ever see the movie um, The Dirt Bike Kid? No. So it was in the 80s. Dane knows it. Um, but he basically plays this kid, not too much older than Ralphie, who... Um, it's kind of like the love bug. Like he when he gets his, oh, yeah. he buys a magic uh, mm -hmm. motorcycle, oh, and okay. basically can fly and everything. And uh, yeah, it's a lot like the Herbie. Oh, great! Well, that was an excellent job, Glenn. Great job. All right. So tell me, what was your favorite scene? There's so many. Um, the the one that sticks out the most as a kid was after the Bumpus Hounds. Those the neighbor neighborhood dogs. Oh yeah. Yeah, storm in, and you kind of see it leading up. And uh, so they storm in and they eat the turkey. Right. And they ravage it. And then, so they, they run out and the old man comes out and he's just incredulous. And he's just yelling at the dogs. But he says one line where he's like, sons of bitches, Bumpa says. So we are, my <laughs> hey, friends. that's pretty are, good. Thank you. There we go. Uh, we, we would uh, just chant this over and over again in school and everything. Because it's just the way... It, the, the, the line itself is hilarious, but the way Darren McGavin said it is uh, just priceless. So. Yeah. But you have that. You have um, the um, Santa, the mall Santa, when he <laughs> he freezes up and he doesn't want to say, and then the mall Santa, um, when he finally asks for a Red Rider BB gun, says, you're going to shoot your eye out, kid. I mean, there's so many classic yeah. things. What I remember is the foot of the Santa. Yeah, and then he pushes him <laughs> down. Shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. No! Randy, his little brother, can't put his arms down. He oh. keeps falling down. I mean, it's just every is it's a perfect movie. He got yeah. wrapped in like a little Michelin suit. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was just bundled up and he couldn't. What is it? Randy um, eating like the little piggies because he wouldn't eat his meatloaf. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's, it's it's a perfect movie, not just holiday movie. It's exactly. Just, it's a great movie. How do the little piggies go? That's right. Oik, oik. Now, show me how the piggies eat. This is your trough. Show me how the piggies eat. You good boy. Show mommy how the piggies eat. What's the name of the bully? Uh, Farkas. Farkas. Scott Farkas. And Do you know the actor? No, that I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, the actor ended up going on to do adult films. It wasn't him. It was supposed to be the kid that got his tongue stuck on the pole. Oh, him? Yes. Isn't it the same character? No. Oh. No. The, ah. the kid that got a flick 
got it was Flick. Flick got his tongue stuck on the pole, which ironically, then he became a porn right. star actor. So, so <laughs> no, there you him, go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Oh, yeah. okay. But no, Farkas did not become. Um, yeah, but he got his in the movie. You know, oh. Ralphie fought back. Oh, great! Um, do you remember the songs that they sang in a Chinese restaurant? Well, it was Jingle Bells and, and uh, Deck the Halls. Ah, very good. Yeah. Hey, pretty good there. I won't reenact it because it's not PC anymore, but <laughs> uh, it, it's it's of the time and it's still very funny. Of oh. course, that's another great scene where they order duck because obviously they the only place oh, open was right. a Chinese restaurant, and the duck's head is still there, and so the mom is is cracking up because the duck's smiling at them. Right. And then all of a sudden, the guy whips out this butcher knife and just chops off its head right. right there. It's just it's so perfect. it's so classic. Yeah. Going back to that commercial yeah. that Peter Billingsley was in, what what was it? What commercial was it? I don't know what commercial it was in. I know he was in a commercial, but I don't know what it was. Ah, okay. So he was in, me. He was in the Hershey's chocolate syrup commercial, Messy Marvin. So was Remember this Messy after Marvin? or before Christmas Story? Um, well, the commercial was in the 1970s. Then it was much before. Yeah. Christmas before Story. Christmas Story. Yeah. Yeah. So he was Messy Marvin. <laughs> That's funny. That. Yeah. Ah, fragile. It must be Italian. Well, I think that says fragile. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're going to, this week with Malin, we're going to do holiday movies. Now, Malin's already said that there's no such thing as good holiday movies, so we're not going to do good. We're just going to do your favorites. And okay. I don't care if they're true holiday movies or <laughs> however you want to think about it. This is your platform. I want to hear what, what, what you have. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm a, a, a bit of a... A Scrooge and a Grinch. Um, <laughs> Both great movies, by the way. Yeah, right. So, okay, so the first thing I think of when I think of holiday movies is I don't necessarily think of the cinema. Okay. Um, although I will get to that. Mm -hmm. But I think of television. Sure. So, growing up, I, I just remember every year, one of the things that really signaled that it was the holiday season and kind of got me in the mood as a kid and really started to get me anxious, like severely out of control, anxious <laughs> for Christmas morning, um, were the TV specials. Sure. Um, so, and, and those, like, I think more than probably any movie that I could name. Uh, although some of them are movies. Um, so like the Claymation, Frosted Snowman. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, those yeah, yeah. are brilliant. They still hold up the Bird, uh, bird Ives. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ives and, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Frosty the Snowman, yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah there are more than just those two. But those two are the ones that I think of the most. Like sure. when, when those started coming on, I knew that Christmas time was here. Was coming, yeah. And Christmas was coming. Uh -huh. And it was both like the trigger for uh, anxiety 
for the day to get here as quick as possible, yeah. as well as an anxiety for the entire season never to end. Right. You know, like, why does it only have to be this one part yeah, of the year? Exactly. Yeah, um, So we had a fireplace when I was growing oh, yeah. up, and we would, like, set a fire and, like, watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and it was just fantastic, mm-hmm. and we'd make gingerbread cookies. Yeah. And, this is a great yeah, point, so, because, I mean, you're... You know, the Dr. Seuss, the Grinch stole Christmas, and yeah. then obviously the Charlie Brown specials. I mean, yeah. Charlie Brown was kind of like any major holiday, you're going to see a Charlie Brown special. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and and by the way, I have both of those on my list. Mm-hmm. I think out of the ones that you mentioned, the Grinch stole Christmas, it's probably... Well, anything with Boris Karloff? Favorite. I mean, come on. Yeah. You're an old horror fan. So ah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I love that one. Um, looking for... When I was a kid, I... Yeah, I think The Grinch was probably the one I looked forward to the most. most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. funny that you'd be looking forward to the same thing every year. Yeah. But we didn't have these things on video. You no. never saw them any other time right. of year. And if you missed it, that, that was, was it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, you know, ah, yeah. you've got to see these. you got to be at home. And there are the type of things where, you know, I don't know how you felt, but like, I'd feel weird about watching them in July. But once it became that right. season, then yeah, I, yeah then you're No, when they it. first came out on like video and they're yeah. widely accessible, I don't think they came... I don't remember if I first saw them on video around like Christmas time. I know that's probably sure. you get a good deal on yeah. it, but yeah, it's a little bit weird. It's like Rocky Horror Picture Show coming mm-hmm. out on video and you can see it year round. You didn't have to go to a midnight showing. Right. That's weird. Yeah. You know, the Grinch <laughs> that stole Christmas in summer, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, never mind the, the Grinch Who Stole Christmas right. as a full feature film in the cinema. That's, yeah. uh, that's a bit sacrilegious. But anyway. That's, How did you feel about the Jim Carrey version? No, I didn't see it. Okay. I didn't see it because uh, I'm not a fan of Jim Carrey mm-hmm. for the most part. It's not a whole thing. and not begrudging everything he's sure. done. But for the most part, eh, his slapstick stuff, a bit too much for me. Okay. Um, plus, uh, in a weird uh, architectural grudge, they created one of the sets right next to the Psycho House at Universal Studios, and they pretty much ruined the the background okay. uh, when you're seeing it. That's totally ridiculous. <laughs> I understand. But that's okay. This it's is, only yeah. a, a ridiculously um, nerdy architectural geek who doesn't have better things to gripe about. But this is why I have you on that. the program. <laughs> this is what I want. Okay. This is great. Doctor Who has mm-hmm. its like uh, more or less annual Christmas special that mm-hmm. everybody looks forward to. That's uh, more recently when a lot of the series shifts tend to happen mm-hmm. on the back end. Uh, maybe the head writer is going in or going out, mm-hmm. or the doctors being exchanged for a new actor. Same with like the companion. Okay. Um, so those episodes are sometimes exciting. Um, they're dark uh, sometimes as well because. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you're looking forward to a favorite character dying and <laughs> becoming something different. Um, so th- that's something that I find myself looking forward to more and more recently is like the Doctor Who Christmas. Special. Oh, interesting. Okay. And there's one coming up soon. And, and, and British s- series in general have, uh, I think, more of uh, 
a tradition of having regular series come out of hiatus for mm-hmm. a special episode geared oh. towards the Christmas holiday. Okay. Like Absolutely Fabulous mm-hmm. used to have some really messed up Christmas episodes. Oh, I mean. I think, yeah, yeah. And then like, and, and not just those, like a lot of, a lot of them. Sure. So it's like if you have a fr- favorite British show around the Christmas holiday, you got to kind of perk up your ears and listen and see are they doing a Christmas special and if they are then that's the time to like Must tune in because it's usually outside of the regular body of the series right. um, but usually has well it's kind of like with the there. Simpsons and the Treehouse of Horrors every right. So, yeah. right 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 yeah. Yeah. although those usually worked into the regular series that's true and these are uh, because it's like the, the actors um, and the writers coming back and doing this like one off outside of that's the really series. interesting that yeah. they do that that's, yeah. that's it, actually it's, really cool it's kind of a yeah, it's, I, th- I think unique to them. It's, yeah, I, I don't know any other. That's crazy. Yeah, because I can't think of uh, I can't think of any other show that really does that. Right. Yeah. right. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. The two TV movies mm-hmm. that I grew up watching. Uh, so the first is the Alastair Sim Christmas Carol. Mm, yeah. I grew up watching that next to the fireplace. Used yep. to always fall asleep during it. It was great being able to watch a horror film, you know, for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it basically was. It was. Yeah. Scary uh, as a kid, but then I. I think my my whole family kind of sw- swapped that out for the George C. Scott version yes. when that came Scrooge. out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of liked him as a Scrooge mm-hmm. for a number of years. I don't know what's now trendy on TV, but I'm still kind of like yeah. I'm still in the era of like Alistair Sim or George C. Right. George C. Scott. Give I think there's a, a comparison between Patton and Scrooge. I think that's, <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, George C. Scott, he was just really great good <laughs> yeah. and gruff, and yes. he somehow managed to um, make that transformation at the end yeah. without me feeling creeped out by the artificiality of it all right. and the creepiness of uh, and the disingenuousness yeah. of the ending. Um, I totally go with him on it. Sure. I'm just like, yeah. He's I that good of an actor. Yeah. I felt so, yeah, yeah. I did. That's good. Um, okay, so now movies yeah. in the theater. Um, so my first one is... Because I, I, I like I say most this is mostly TV, but okay. So movies, Scrooged, and yes, I almost don't want to say yeah. this mm-hmm. because this should have been one that I discussed on the films that have an ending that you don't like. Oh really? Okay. I can't stand the ending. Okay. I really hate the singing the or the ending. Yeah. Uh, so George C. Scott, I'm yeah. with him on his transformation. <laughs> Bill Murray, he loses me. It's like walking off a cliff. Really. Absolutely. Okay. I just hate the ending of that movie. Mm-hmm. It is so ridiculously. It's just a. It's totally incongruous. Yeah. It makes such a sharp left turn. Yeah. That it may as well be two different movies, yeah. and I hate the second movie. He, he basically becomes like a. He's like he's almost like preaching on TV, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. And I'm just. Yeah, preaching to the oh, yeah. Just thinking about the ending <laughs> just makes, makes you me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> I love the first oh yeah. like two thirds of it. And like Buster Poindexter is the cab yeah, driver. Absolutely, and, yeah. and uh, Carol Kane. Oh yeah, she's so good. As yeah. now there that movie, the first two thirds of that movie is just full of scenes where you don't want it to end. Right. Or you don't want that character just, to yeah. be done. Yeah. And then you, you and then you get to the end and. No, forget it. Yeah. Absolutely not. But I do love the first two thirds. Mm-hmm. If I could take the first two thirds of that movie and maybe swap it out for almost any other movie, <laughs> I would feel like it 
made more sense, was more congruous, uh, you know, any other so movie. So what if they brought in the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man to end it? That would have been good. If it just switched to the Ghostbusters yeah, exactly. for the last act. Yeah, done. <laughs> that would have worked. You know, I'm tempted to try it. I think that would be almost okay. That's a great one. I, I'm, that's actually too bad you didn't mention for the other, but that's okay, because people it listen is, to all is, of our episodes, and so... But, you yeah. know, that's a film that, it's, it's like, like I say, I like it for the first two-thirds, but when I left the theater after seeing it as a kid, down. Yeah. I was just like, that sucked. Did yeah. you see that on here? Yeah, of course. Like, okay, <laughs> just, that totally sucked. Yeah. But then I saw it again years and years later, and I saw the beginning of it, yeah. and I was like, oh, this is much better than I remember. Yeah. And then it switches gears again, and I'm like, what? Ugh. Garbage. Yeah. Like, how many test audiences had to say... That's a good point. Like, and maybe that was the original ending, uh, and maybe. if so... Yeah. That's horrible. That's it still worse. did well in the box office. It's still one of the consider one of the top. Oh, Bill Murray was in it, and he was still at the top of his game at That's that right. time. Not that he isn't now, actually. No, but Maybe he is now. But he still had say. that yeah. Groundhog Day, and he was doing well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. He's always been doing well. Oh, yeah. He's kind of... Um, and now there's his Cubs won. He's a big Chicago Cubs fan. He, I think... Oh, the his viral life is video? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's com- <laughs> his life is complete, so yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, so I'm going to end on one more movie. Okay. Um, oh, so the funny thing about this, this is not necessarily uh, a memory about the film being good. Okay. Although it's not terrible. Um, but more about the enjoyment of going to the film and not for the reasons that most people would suspect. Okay. <laughs> okay so I'll try and make a long story <laughs> no, that short. That sounds good. Okay, so the film is uh, National Lampoon's um, Christmas Vacation. Okay, yeah. Um, it's also a sequel. Yes. Um, it's probably holds the dubious honor for me anyway of being the film that I've seen the most number of times in the movie theater. Really? Not because I like the movie. Okay. Okay. So, um, anyway, so when I was a kid and it came out, my sister and I used to go to this one movie theater and it was one of those 1920s built, um, kind of, uh, performing arts later kind of cinema palaces. Yeah. But then later, they converted it into a multiplex. Mm. So they divided up the lower orchestra level mm-hmm. into two auditoriums. Oh, interesting. And then the balcony mm-hmm. was its own auditorium. There are oh. still some theaters around here, like even in the Bay Area, yeah. um, that they've done that too. Where they've, but you can still see uh, parts of the old palace right. version of the theater. Um, like the orchestra pit mm-hmm. was still there, although it was cut through on the orchestra level by the two auditoriums. Right now, going back to me being an architectural nerd, <laughs> I was more interested in the building. Now, I was probably this was junior high. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old I was in junior high. Somebody else can do the math. How old people normally are in junior high. Um, so we would go there and we would explore the theater. And we used National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation as an excuse because, okay. So I, don't, I think you're the only person that would have ever done this. This is great. So we used that film as an excuse because no one else was well, going to see that's it. That's true. So it was empty and it was all in there. Yeah. So yeah. this is in Visalia, California. Yeah. It's middle of nowhere in yeah. California. Nobody's going to see this film like weeks into the run. We're seeing it. Like I saw it at least... Like, I was thinking probably 13 times, because we were seeing it, like, twice a week. So you've seen it more than the original Vacation, which is far superior. Yeah, I've probably seen this film more than anybody else. That's that's In the theater. In the theater. I don't know. Maybe people have... Oh, yeah, afterwards, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But in the theater, we saw it tons of times. And so I have seen that film 
keep in mind this was like an old movie palace. Yeah. So I've seen that film from the orchestra pit, mm -hmm. from the movie seats, from behind the screen where the speakers were, yeah. looking through the screen. You can actually see the movie projected from behind. How did they let you back there? Or you were just they walking didn't let us back there. <laughs> they absolutely <laughs> didn't let us back there. No, this is... <laughs> I hope this is all okay to admit now. <laughs> is um, it still there? Are these, are these theaters still now, there? Uh, so there are still theaters like this. Okay, but this not the ones This particular theater that I'm talking about closed down. I think and you then, closed it because they <laughs> yeah. no, and then it was reconverted back into the performing arts theater, and I think it's a okay. performing arts theater now. But um, there are some, yeah, watch out because there are some theaters <laughs> like this in the Bay Area. Yeah, um, there's one in Berkeley. Yeah, um, don't think I don't really. Know I think it. the domes um, kind of used to be like that in San Jose, like San Jose and Campbell area. Oh, really? So, well, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of you know the Castro Theater in San Francisco. Yes. Yeah. So imagine if they had put walls a wall straight through the orchestra, divided up. Right, so you have all of this elaborate artwork yeah. on all of the walls and all these like architectural pictures. <laughs> now, yeah. imagine the Castro Theater for a moment or any theater mm -hmm. like this. Over the exits in the front, right, because this was one a theater uh, fixed with a Wurlitzer organ, mm. you have these really elaborate um, sculptural pieces, which are basically screens for yeah. the pipe organs. Oh, okay. Right, so this year was similar. It uh -huh. has these really kind of um, ornate... Um, Aztec or Mayan in, uh, in, uh, themed uh, kind of quasi Mayan or Inca. A lot of theaters kind of did that. Yeah. They're doing like culture, quasi cultural or quasi religious yes. themes because, of course, film theaters, these are places for um, not just escapism but yeah. transcendence. Yeah. Right? So it, it kind of fit and it's it really, really loose the mm -hmm. way that they use it. So, so, I, so not only have I watched. Christmas vacation from behind the screen, but I've watched it from up in those screens above the exit because we figured out how to go back yeah. to where the um, where the because there's performing arts theater where the stage was, yeah. um, and that's how you access those spaces up above. And there there are even more spaces. Have you been to the Stanford theater. theater in Palo Alto? The Stanford Theater in Palo Alto, not since I was a kid. I can't even remember what I saw there. I think I've only been there once. So they showed nothing but classic movies. So it's pretty right, much it's like a movie theater in rep, right? Exactly. Do, yeah. And so it's run by the um, Packard Foundation, so Hewitt Packard. And um, like they do show It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve, and they'll oh, show cool. The Wizard of Oz and, and things like that. But I, I think you would enjoy it just for the structure, too, because it yeah. does look like... And um, they have the Wurlitzer organ and, and the orchestra pit and everything, so it's... Um, oh. If yeah, if you're ever down in the South Bay, you should definitely. Just I should go there. check it out because um, I know what it looks like from the front. Yeah, it's not very assuming from the front though. No, is it, it blends in with everything pretty much. Right. Yeah. So, so this one was it was more conspicuous on the street corner. Sure. It had one of those towers. The theaters around this time, yeah, usually had a really large architectural feature mm -hmm. um, either on the corner or at the entrance that would kind of swoop your yeah. eye. Uh, um, into the entrance uh, so that one just never caught my attention because it's just kind of like a marquee over the street and I think you have to walk through an area to get back to it Okay, I'm just kind of going off memory maybe yeah. I'm thinking of a different theater <laughs> I will check it out though yeah no definitely because yeah, like, now you've put it on my hit list if you're in, if watch you're out Stanford in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no it's on University it's Palo Alto and yeah. any any major film buff in the San Francisco area should, should check this out especially if you love classic movies okay very cool So the, um, and it's inexpensive too you get two movies for like seven bucks and really popcorn it's excellent it's like two bucks and oh, it, it's just it's a wonderful experience see, I don't live close I don't I know it's, it's that close so you so have to be already be here I think yeah yeah, that's a problem for me. If I'm yeah. already here, I'm, I'm, You're I'm going at, like, work. Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. and if I'm not here from work, I'm usually, like, 
Splitsville. But I think, um, you know, you can look online and see maybe there's a particular movie that you really want to see and, and make yeah. the trip. Just, it might be worth it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, for anyone who's interested yeah. in Bay Area theaters, yeah. there is a Facebook group called Bay Area Historic Theaters, I think. Okay. And so if you want to geek out on movie That's theaters a, I'm going to join the area. Them, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, while you're doing that, like damn good movie memories on Facebook. So that'd be good. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, Malin. Okay, so we're back with Enrica. Enrica is always good. I'm, I love having her on the program Aww, because she you. comes prepared. She's enthusiastic. She's always here with a smile. That's good. Thanks, That's what I Brian. want. You're welcome. Okay, then we'll just leave it at that. That's, we're, we're okay, good. bye. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for this week, before we go into break, we are going to do holiday movies because why else? Why not do that? Yes. So, so, what do you have for holiday movies? What were your go-to holiday movies? Okay, so of the good ones, like the mm-hmm. classics, there's a lot of things that I like, ironically, that are like kind of horrible, but are just hilarious That's to okay. watch. These don't have to be the best. They're but your like, favorites. The best yeah. ones for me are It's a Wonderful Life. Of course. That's like, brings joy to my heart. Mm-hmm. It's the meaning of Christmas. So if you're um, ever in the barrier, you need to go to the Stanford Theater on Christmas Eve because they always show it's a wonderful oh, life. And it sells out because it's just like this huge thing. That's like a good, it's like a cultural thing. It is. Oh. They've been doing it for the last, I think, 20 years. And that's so, awesome. But, I live like walking distance. Right. Now. And so um, David Packard showed up one Christmas because the, the really? Packard Foundation. And he, he was talking about how he just, you know, he hates movies nowadays and he just loves the classics. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's really a great place to go to. I and, love the Stanford Theater. Yeah. Love it. I love seeing what's on, what's playing. Yeah. Because we, we drive down that road so often. I know. Yeah. So it's always fun to see, like, which classic is playing. But I love It's a Wonderful Life. It's it so is, yeah. beautiful. Um, my other more modern favorite is Love Actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just sweet. It's a sweet one. It's one of your classic okay, romantic so movies. Refresh my memory. Who's in Love Actually? Oh, it's a huge cast. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson's in it. Um, Kira Knightley, mm-hmm. Laura Linney, Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah. Um, Emma, what's her last Stone? name? No, the older Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, okay. Um, Hugh Grant. Mm. Like everyone. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's like a great cast. It's okay, a huge so, cast. So what's the, what's the premise? I don't think I've ever actually seen really? it. I've heard of it, of course. But if yeah, you, I, I don't know how you feel about like romantic movies. I love them. Yeah, yeah but it's kind of the quintessential one because it's five. I think it's five different narratives, mm-hmm. and they're all like somehow connected, but they're all just like different love stories, more or less. Okay. So one is about, like, the prime minister of, of England mm-hmm. falling in love with, like, a woman that works in his office. Mm-hmm. The other is uh, one divorcee who falls in love with a woman who doesn't, they don't speak the same language. Oh, oh that's, that's, um, the actor is Hugh, the other British Hugh. Hugh Laurie? No. There's another Hugh? There's besides another Hugh Grant? One. He's in everything. He was Mr... He was Mr. Darcy in the original Pride and Prejudice. Oh, God. How can I not remember this? He's a huge actor. He falls in love with... Um, I'm going to be so embarrassed that I've... Colin Firth? Yeah, okay. not, he was not a Hugh. He's a Colin. <laughs> and there's also uh, Bill Nighy's in it, too. Yeah, yeah, he plays the rocker. Oh, really? <laughs> He's like... <laughs> I got to see this now. Oh, it's okay. so I'm funny. That cue. narrative is hilarious. Okay. He, he, it's a different kind of love. He doesn't, like, fall in love with anybody, but he realizes he has love for, like, his assistant. Mm. He has, like, a friend, like, a really powerful friendship. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he's forced to make like his big smash rock hit into a Christmas tune, and he's like really <laughs> pissed off about it. Okay, um, yeah, this came in 2003. I, I gotta see it. Yeah, and then Kira Knightley's story is she's married to some guy, and his best friend is like secretly in love with her, and mm. she doesn't find out until the end. And there's this sequence where he's like, Don't tell your husband, but I'm, he's like outside her door, like. Mm showing placards that have words on them like i love you because and like it's really creepy <laughs> and like a lot of people are like oh it's so romantic i would love somebody that like no she's married right he's creepy it's he, inappropriate. he yeah. can just like leave it back off you yeah. know but anyway people so love that so it's not like saying anything where it's john cusack holding up the stereo it's a similar kind of thing but obviously it's they're not, single yeah <laughs> they're single maybe yeah. um there's so many great narratives in it, and it's a it's a laugh. Oh, and then Alan Rickman like mm-hmm. doesn't like actually cheat on his wife mm-hmm. Emma Thompson, but like thinks about it and buys another woman like mm-hmm. a necklace. That's a great acting couple. Oh know, my god, that's it's yeah. such a heart wrenching story. Yeah. Ugh, it's so sad. They wind up getting divorced. Ugh, I need to not give away the spoilers. <laughs> I don't need to see it now. This is great. All right, um, so that's love, actually. But speaking of Alan Rickman, so if you want to go Christmas movies, um, that's not your typical Christmas movie. Him playing Hans Gruber in the original Die Hard, that's oh. during the holidays. <laughs> so, and he's the ultimate villain. So yeah. He's the best. I love he is the best. Again. That's I just watched Galaxy Quest the other day and I mean, for the first time? For the first time. No. Not in many years. Like, oh, it's been okay. many years. I watched it like three or four it's times so, a year. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it, that movie's so good. I'm it's too bad they didn't make a sequel when he was alive. But it's also him. so great. It is. By Grab Thar's Hammer. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. And the um, one of the main aliens is the dad in Veronica Mars. Yeah. yeah which is great. Yeah. So. I love the aliens in it. And oh. Blue yeah. blood and everything. Yeah. And the way they, uh, they're just their, their matter of speech. Those yeah. are great. So yeah. Well, favorite. I have two more. Okay. Yeah. Please go. These are, those were like the actual holiday feel good. Yeah. Like it's all about love and joy and you don't need material things. It's love Whatever. Actually. Love actually is all around. Um, so the other two are like ridiculous and silly. The first one is Look Who's Talking Now. <laughs> so do you remember this Look Who's Talking, yeah. Look Who's Talking too, and then Look T-O-O. Who's Talking. Yeah. yeah. And then Look Who's Talking Now. And yeah. these are John Travolta, Kirstie Alley films, like I Scientology superpowers. This is almost like you saying Lion King 2. The third yeah. one, like nobody knows exists because no. it was horrible. It got like a 4.9 out of 10. <laughs> Um, and it's because the animals talk. Oh, okay. The dogs talk. She gets a dog like a poodle, mm-hmm. and he gets a dog. It's like a, I don't know, a German Shepherd or some <laughs> scraggly male dog. And, like, the, the dogs, like, are narrating the entire story. It's so bad. It's so bad. It takes place in the holidays, and it's, like, hilarious. And... But you were probably a young kid, right, when this came yeah. out? Yeah. So, yeah. So um, and it was, like, super racy. There were, like, scenes where they were, like, kissing. And, really? Yeah, mm. Kirstie Alley and Jonathan Travolta. <laughs> so bad. Okay, that's going to my queue, though. Yeah, and then the last one's the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. <laughs> I, I saw that in the theater when it came out. That's great. I love Tim. Speaking of Galaxy Quest, there's another good one. It's a good one. No, Tim Allen was... It's just so funny. And the, I didn't like any of the reprises or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I really liked the first one, and I liked how David Krumholtz was an elf. Yes. And he was like a little Jewish elf. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a fun one. That's Boy, fun this one. bird is dry. Haven't you people I, heard of basting? 
That's so funny. I've seen that over and over because it was at the like the budget theater, like and right during the holidays, so we just saw it a bunch of times. It's so good. Yeah. And then like it takes place at Denny's, like they go oh, to Christmas dinner yeah. at Denny's, and I'd never even heard of that what that was when I was a kid. Mm. I was like, there's a place called Denny's. <laughs> Oh, so funny. Those are great. That's all. All right. Thank you so much, Enrique. Thank you. Okay, last episode (laughs) of the year with Lindley. It doesn't mean there aren't going to be more episodes, but at least with interviews. For 2016. For 2016. This is the last one. So the best way to go out are on holiday movies. Sure. So, (laughs) I'm so enthused. Um, So anyway, what are your favorite holiday movies? Okay, well, let me first ask this as a caveat. Yeah, sure. Do you include all holiday movies or just are you thinking Christmas and... I was thinking Christmas and Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but if you want to add... That takes away all my holiday no, okay. movie suggestions. <laughs> you can actually do anything. So if you wanted to do Valentine's Day, if you wanted yeah, to do Easter... my top so Valentine's Day. The Passion of the Christ Easter or something like that. <laughs> yes, that's my favorite. Watch that every year. Oh, I know. Yeah, like awkward. I would say my top um, favorite version of A Christmas Story is Scrooged. Oh, you mean A Christmas Carol? Christmas Carol. Yes. Yeah, sorry, not Christmas Story. Yeah. Christmas Story is a great movie yes. on its own. Yeah, sorry, my favorite Christmas Carol. So Retelling is Scrooge. So you're saying the 1951 version with Alistair Sim? No, Bill Murray. Oh, Scrooge, duh. Scrooge. Yes. No, I love that one. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, one's yeah. great. It's that funny. Really great. Uh, Malin talked about that, and he did. He hated the ending because he thought it was too cornball. Like, he kind of does the whole... Isn't the whole preaching. ending cornball? Well, in general, but like, the whole Dickens ending, yes. <laughs> the whole yes, point but, of it is corny. But he liked it up to a point, and then he didn't like the Bill Murray. He became, uh, like, this minister and started preaching on TV and all that fun stuff. I don't even remember that That's as the, the ending. ending. I just watched this movie, like, last year, and yeah. I don't remember that as you the You gotta ending. watch it again. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch it now. It's on Netflix. Because he's on TV. It. He's, like, a TV executive. So, right. Yeah. I know he's a TV executive, yeah. but I didn't realize he started preaching, like, yeah. the gospel? Or preaching? No, no, no. Like, he, you know how he gets, where he acts like he's, like, okay. getting all preaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with the ending. I'm just... <laughs> Sorry, Malin, I'm routing you out. So yeah, that, sorry, yeah, Malin. Yeah. I didn't realize that, so I'll have to watch it. I agree with you that that yeah. would be a terrible ending. Yes. Or it is a terrible ending, because clearly that's how it happens. It doesn't take away from my enjoyment of the movie. Like, I love that Buster Poindexter. I love is, Buster Poindexter yeah. as the cab driver that's slash right. ghost. Do you know what, who Buster Poindexter really is? Yeah, David... Johansson from the New yeah, York Dolls. Yeah, from New York Dolls. Yeah, yeah. of course. I'm just... See, uh, I'm, I'm just like, confirming. of course I know that. <laughs> of course. But some of our younger listeners might not know. They would not know that. I doubt they would have ever even seen Scrooge or know who Bill Murray is. Or Buster Poindexter. Right, exactly. Buster Poindexter had hit songs in the 80s, right? The the Hot, Hot, Hot. Yeah, Hot, 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 which is novelty. But New York Dolls are good. New York Dolls are great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so did you ever get into the others? Yeah, I watch. I love um, the James Stewart. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful mm-hmm. Life. Thank you. And I'm like, I said, I watched it every year. Still love it. Mm-hmm. We could watch it anytime it's on TV. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Forced my children to watch it. They liked it. They're it's a little still, long for um, young kids. Yeah, and also the black and white throws them. Yeah. Even though they did watch it. They liked it, but it was, yeah. We'll watch it again. You know, to be honest with you, when I was a kid, my mom loved it. I thought it was boring. And really, I didn't oh, so, pick yeah, up from I it until... Loved it. Um, that's weird for you as a kid, but Mister. I, I watch, I listen to <laughs> old time radio. radio yeah. stuff. But really, you know, it's a it's a weird movie. I, I appreciate it obviously more now, but the um, it didn't kick into me until uh, the angel comes down, and I can't remember the angel's Clarence. name. Clarence, yes. Yeah. To me, that's when the movie really kicks in. 
to the beginning. I mean, it's okay. basically almost... He kind of retraces it. It's almost an hour and a half in yeah. before Clarence even really starts to be in the movie. Right, right, right. I get what you're saying. Because it was also... It is very... Um, Depression era. Right. Yeah. So, right, they're doing savings and loans. They're helping yes. people get houses. And, and, no, the and that just went happens. over my head back then. Mr. Potter. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I understood that back then. But right. I really liked when he... You know how he hurt his ear yeah, in yeah. the snow, mm-hmm. and then he saved the boy from yes. the poison. And the... Yeah, like I totally didn't understand. Like, and now it's that like that guy it's... was mistakenly was drunk. And he almost poisoned the yeah. So I mean, it's moving as you watch it now. But yeah. as a kid, I'm like, why is he hitting him in the ear? And why is right? He, you know, why is he it's weird? Yeah. yeah, I think I got that. I don't remember. But I, for some reason, the, a Christmas Carol seemed to stick out more for me because I think it was a mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse version. Yeah, <laughs> and so you had uh, there were so many versions. Oh, I, know. I mean, I feel like you watched it. Yeah. yeah. Muppet Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Christmas you're right. There was. <laughs> That's a good one. There was. I love a Muppet Christmas. I love anything Muppet. But, yeah, I mean, yes, that Dickens story is kind of corny now, but it is actually good for kids to watch because it does promote being kind yeah. to your fellow man. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I could imagine watching... I don't know if I've ever watched a classical... I mean, I'm sure I have, but I don't know if I, I've watched so many versions of oh, yeah. on TV yeah. shows or... So, I guess the top... Well, the top two, I guess, are... The one from 51 with Alistair Sim. Okay. And that's the British version. And I guess George C. Scott I just did a well-renowned one from 84. It was a TV movie. Oh, God. So I've probably I'm, seen that yeah. one, I bet. And I mean, that one was very popular. <laughs> he won an Emmy or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure I've seen that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you got It's a Wonderful Life. Well, it's a Wonderful Life, Scrooge, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas Story, of right. course. That's a great one. You can't... I can't even believe that we were just speaking to someone who hasn't it's, seen that I know. Before. Are you crazy? How have you lived in this I'm probably going to say this a million times this. on the podcast, but you'll appreciate this. Yeah. Do you know who was supposed to play the father, the old man? No. So Darren McGavin got the role. Okay. But they originally wanted Jack Nicholson to play that role. He would have been great, though. He would have, but it would have been all about him, though. I think Jack Nicholson-y. Yeah. Maybe. He would have been great, though. Darren McGavin is so good, though. He kind of I would him. never have come up with his name. I've only seen him in A Christmas Story. Yeah. What else is he in? He's in a lot of things. He was in. Um, he was a detective in a lot of old-time sure. shows and okay. everything. Did you ever see The Natural with Robert Redford? Yeah, I think He so. plays one of the gamblers. Never you're never going to know. Did you ever see I Billy? Never and, you never, and you never saw Billy Madison with no, the... No, not all the way through. I'm sure I've seen like bits and parts of it. He's Billy's TV. dad. Oh, funny. But he's a fam- no, he's a fa- definitely a famous character. actor. Character actor. Yeah, he was in a lot of things before Yeah. The Christmas Story. But right, yeah, right. most people know I him. I think Jack was one of But you know the guy that also wrote those stories? I've read his mm-hmm. short stories. The guy who wrote A Gene, Christmas Story. Gene uh, Shepard. Gene Shepard. Mm-hmm. So they're very funny yeah. and fun to read. I read those when I was younger. And you know Gene Shepard was the narrator. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is great. Yeah, he's really good. So I'm sure you're going to hear about a Christmas story a million times. Yeah. Okay, so Do I you know will... who directed Christmas story? No. It's funny. So the guy's named Bob Clark who directed uh-huh. Porky's. Oh, <laughs> so, funny. So he went from Porky's I to a Christmas story. I see that, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. That's good. Oh, they're very similar. They're kind of similar, right? They're kind of madcap. Kind of yeah. the, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, same Por- era, too, for sure. Yeah, definitely. That's true. It's like the, what, 40s? The same yeah. era, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, filmed in the late 70s, early 80s, right. but taking place in the 40s. In the 40s yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, no. Um, that's all. And then Elf is a great I movie. Love I love Will Ferrell. Yeah. And I think that's a really funny movie, and I can always watch that. I'm trying to think of other movies that we watch at this time of year. Well, I would say Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. That also doesn't fall into our Christmas movies that we watch. It falls into our Halloween, Halloween. movies that we yeah. watch. So, yeah. There's a nice blend there. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. It's everything. The only reason I didn't do Halloween was because we kind of did that for the scary movies. We but, did scary yeah. movies. I agree. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Come on, super producer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm failing, so I'm going back to Halloween movies. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there's no great... Val- I guess you could do Valentine's Day movies and Easter. No. and. But I guess there's when no you say holidays, holidays I'm just being PC because you can't say Merry Christmas anymore. You can't say Christmas movies. Yeah. There's no Hanukkah movies that I know of. Except say Crazy Nights. Except <laughs> Crazy Nights and I've never seen it. I'm sure there are. I'm Hanukkah to... movies? <gasps> there's gotta be. I cannot think of a single movie. Yentl? No. Hanukkah is also not a very big holiday. Um, no, which it is isn't. bigger here because right. of Christmas, but it's not a very big holiday. Again, I still count Wizard of Oz as a holiday movie. I think that's because a good one. I watch it every year at Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's no, that probably counts. my number one holiday movie. No, I agree. Because you can watch that during Thanksgiving or Christmas, I think. Yeah, it's just, I yeah. traditionally say Thanksgiving. You have and, to watch a Thanksgiving. And I think, especially the younger folk, don't realize how certain movies really we'd watch because you only had four stations on. Yeah, and you so only yeah. watched them once a year. Yeah. Everybody watched them once a year. It was really a, yeah. It was really an event. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think that quickly went, the only, when I lived in Australia, they still had that system where mm-hmm. everybody, they had not that, I mean, they had cable and everything, but people still really watched the main networks. Right. Like the three yeah. main networks, so everybody was watching the same mm-hmm. TV shows, which harkened back to when I was a kid. And I yeah. was like, yeah, you just had three networks. You didn't have all these cable shows, and everybody had, like, one conversation, right. kind of, or there was one well, now, popular thing happening. because of DVRs, there's no such thing as appointment television. You I basically, know. do you actually watch a show when it's live now? I don't, because I don't even have it. Right. But yeah, I know. You, I, don't I, know I haven't for years, no. right? You would record it. Mm-hmm. The only, I mean, there was a period of time where I would watch HBO shows. When they When were. they, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I had cable and HBO was on, you would just like really wait for yeah. that to happen. It's just a whole different, it's crazy how uh, now, the whole model's changed. Why would you? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Just wait till it's taped. Yeah. Okay, so we're back with Terry. Terry took a few weeks off just preparing for her favorite holiday movies. And I think I'm going to like the one that she picks. So what is your favorite holiday movie? My favorite holiday movie is A Christmas Story. Well, that's a great pick. That was my number one choice. Awesome. Okay. So I actually watched it when I didn't know much English. Oh, that's interesting. So I had to rely a lot on the acting to really enjoy it. So there's scenes where the boy has soap in his mouth. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. And there are scenes where the guy stick his tongue and got stuck on the pole. That's right. <laughs> and then, of course, you could forget the uh, the leg lamp. The leg lamp is mm-hmm. classic. Mm-hmm. Or um, the little boy can't put his arms down. Oh mm-hmm. yes. So there's yes, a lot yes. of physical <laughs> physical comedy in this movie. Exactly, yeah. and I didn't really need to know the la- you know English well. Sure. But I do. Some phrase do st- stuck with me yeah. was you're gonna shoot your eyes. That's out. right. <laughs> Absolutely. Or um, you know when the Santa's even Santa says it to him when he asks oh, for a BB right. gun, then kicks him down the uh, slide. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, ever since, like, my English got better, I still watch it, and... So is it funnier now that you understand everything that they're saying, or is it... I think maybe uh, I have also grown. Sure. So... Yeah. <laughs> so have the kids seen it? I'm not sure, but whenever I do, the movie still gives me a warm and fuzzy feeling, yeah. like, oh, this is such a Christmas movie. It is. So... That's the first movie I thought of when you asked. What's awesome. my favorite? Mm-hmm. It's it's really a timeless classic, like, and there's yes. so many funny little vignettes that are going out, you know, throughout yes. the uh, and uh, I think someone uh, won a bit to actually stay in a house mm-hmm. 
that looks like the uh, the house. The Christmas story house. Yes. Wow. The Christmas story house. Well, I know um, there was a guy that actually bought the house, oh. and now it's a tourist attraction in Cleveland. Oh, is and that so what people, that is? You can oh, go year okay. round and, and look at the look oh. at the house. Which I, if I ever go to Cleveland, that's what I'm going to do. Cool. Yeah, I'm not going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm going uh-huh. to the Christmas Story House. Yes. yes. In San Francisco, we got the Full House House. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's Or Miss, the Mrs. Doubtfire House. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of San Francisco yes. houses. So, great pick. Good I'm, job, Terry. I'm going to go watch it tonight. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Sure. That is the most precious thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he looks like a deranged Easter Bunny. He does not. He does, too. He looks like a pink nightmare. Are you happy wearing that? Do you want to take it off? Look, you tell the kid to take it off. All right, you'll only wear it when Aunt Clara visits. Go on and take it off. Take it off! Okay, for the holiday season, we have a very special guest. Welcome back to the show. Start it's it. Danielle. <laughs> You are so professional that you... I said, I'm going to start now. And you're like, where are we? Sorry. Well, I'm leaving this all in. So anyway, welcome back to the show, Danielle. Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy. I miss it. You're, you're a little rusty. So. I am. See, when I was doing every week, I was like comfortable. Now I'm but now, all weird. I know. Okay. <laughs> I so, know. Thank you. <laughs> we're going to take a break from your school studies, and we're going to talk about your favorite holiday movies because it's that time of the year okay yes it's that time of the year <laughs> um my favorite holiday movie mm-hmm. number one because i have a list. oh i know you have a list. i have a favorite okay well I, I'm, <laughs> dying, I'm dying to hear so my favorite is the polar express mm-hmm. that i have read the book as well okay and every christmas we watch that so which would you like better the book or the movie Oh, it's the book. Really? Yes. Okay. Every time. You know you like Tom Hanks and like. Yes, I love Tom Hanks, and I love how he's made. You know everything about the book. There's you can compare. Right. Yes. So we have the book at home, Mm -hmm. and we have the DVD, and I bought it also on Amazon in case I lose the DVDs. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) And Gabriel. He's not there yet. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like too much. But Gabriel's yeah, your little me boy. Me and Clara. Yes, yes. my oldest. Mm-hmm. We have the hot chocolate mm-hmm. on the bed and watch. Watch. <laughs> a night Or um, Polar Express. The Polar Express. Okay. So what's your number two? The number two is like my son's favorite as well. Mm-hmm. He loves The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Yes. He's five years old. Mm-hmm. And I watch with him every time. He loves it. He loves it. He loves it. It's a musical too. Yeah. So there's the songs and he sings the songs. And we watch together. I really enjoy that. It's an interesting movie because it, it kind of is both. It's a Halloween movie and it's a Christmas it movie. It is, yes. Yes. And he has the t-shirt mm-hmm. with the face and he really enjoys it. And I, mm-hmm. yeah, we as a family, we like watching it. That's a good one. And then my third, my third. Yeah. <laughs> it's Home Alone. That's a great one. It's so I remember I was a kid and mm-hmm. I remember so watching I. that mm-hmm. movie and it's so cute. It it's is. still like cute to watch and I I really uh, Macaulay Culkin his yep. name mm-hmm. was so cute and so normal by that time. Well, it's really <laughs> like watching a live action cartoon. It's like a Bugs Bunny cartoon with all of the because yes. they get hurt. They don't really get hurt. It's so, yeah. super fun. Yeah. My daughter loves it, mm-hmm. and she she doesn't watch anymore because we watch 
more a dull lot. movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she's sick of it. Yes, yeah. but every time the pranks start, she's like, "Oh, I want to watch the pranks." So next, let me read my list. I have Jack Frost. Okay. Now I've never seen this, so explain what this is about. Uh, so there is uh, a dad. Mm-hmm. That is super busy, and the the little boy I was asking him to you know stay around, and he doesn't. I, he dies, mm-hmm. and the little boy, I think the little boy asking him to do a snowman or something like that. And there's a snowman, and the dad incorporates in the um, the snowman. Oh, okay. So they do all these adventures together. Mm. You know, it's super cute. It's super sad mm-hmm. too. I cry. Mm-hmm. Well, I cry. You cry with anything, yeah. But yes, it's super cute. I, really I think you like cried it. during Home Alone. I think so. I uh, know. Yeah. There's some <laughs> some movies that made me cry. Okay. <laughs> so the next one, it's I love it, and I watch with my kids too. Is uh. Like you said, mini cartoons, the yeah. clay thing. The claymation it? ones, yes. the classics. So it's Jack Frost and Rudolph the Red Nose. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. And there's yes. the Grinch too. It's, it's a sequ- It's so cute. It's mm-hmm. I have that on DVD and yeah. it's on Netflix as mm-hmm. well. Maywin, that those are the ones Maywin like too. It is super cute. So they have like Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, like and we sing Santa Claus is coming, coming to town. town. Yeah. It's super, it's super cute. I really See, I always like. thought that the Grinch cartoon was a lot longer than it was, but it's only a half an hour. Yeah. I always thought they were longer. But all the Dr. Seuss uh, cartoons are a lot of fun. Yes. Even though the books are amazing. Yeah, yeah. My my son was watching at school today. Uh, oh, that's cute. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Santa Claus coming to town. Well, Rudolph. All of this. Those are all great. Yes. And my last one. But yes, I, I like that movie because mm-hmm. the actors that I forgot. Sandra Bullock and there's that guy with green eyes that I don't know the name. Is uh, <laughs> why. <laughs> Thanks for narrowing it down. <laughs> why are you sleeping? Yes. And is not a Christmas movie, but it happens around Christmas, the situations. So I really like that movie. His name is Peter Gallagher. Yes, he was so cute. And there's the other one who is cute too, the brother. So Bill Pullman. Yes, he was cute. So it was nice to see. I like pretty people. <laughs> you like pretty people? Yes. So Sandra Bullock was, I was stunning and the two guys. And it's a very fun, cute Movie. movie, yes. So it's not your traditional holiday movie, but it it reminds you of the holidays. And it's funny because I don't like watching movies of it. I mean, I do. There's some classics that I like, but this one and this a dumb movie is mm-hmm. like you know what's gonna happen at the end when you see the beginning. Sure. You know, either, but I watch it a few times yeah. and it's still cute to me. People like what they 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 find comfort in knowing what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, to wrap up this episode, we're going to have a round table with the dynamic duo of Samantha and David. Wrap up means we're going to be at the end now? <laughs> Actually, that'd be good. You guys would be the sad duo. No, Samantha and uh, David. Oh, hey! I was going to talk about horror movies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, so this will be fun because I, I don't know if Samantha's going to go with the obvious picks or not because usually you, you are the... Half and half. Okay, so you usually give us the... Um, the artsy section oh, for our um, artsy folk, and then David and I usually are more mainstream. And so, have very artsy. Oh, really? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll go with, with Samantha first. 
What do you have? All right. So to be honest, mm-hmm. my favorite Christmas movie is A Christmas Story. Perfect. Uh, I have seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. The poor kid is miserable, and I just find it fascinating and wonderful. Do you think um, he's more miserable than Randy's brother, who is often the butt of the jokes? Uh... Yeah, I think he's more aware. He's more aware of the situation in life. But, yeah, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I think, just watched it so many times growing up, my brother and I loved it. Yeah. We would, like, act out the little scenes mm-hmm. and things. So um, what uh, what are your favorite scenes, mo- uh, lines, or... I'm really bad with remembering Okay. Lines, <laughs> but I think generally, well, I love, every, like, the dad. I think he's so great. Yeah. Just his tantrums and his screaming. Oh, yeah. Brandy the brother yeah. and his little outfit when he falls over <laughs> and then me and my brother would always make fun of the little scene when the mom is like his mommy's little piggy yeah. and he's eating his mashed potatoes yes it's so, so perfect I just think it's it's great I've and watched this movie so many times so that I've dissected times. everything and so there's a really he does a really funny laugh a giggle after he's done before the the doorbell rings right at, yeah. the next, and it's like <laughs> and then <laughs> yes uh, he does I know what you're talking about it's cute <laughs> and uh, that's yeah. when the uh, the major award comes, which is um, the leg lamp. I just love how awkward that family is. Like they're kind oh, of yeah. traditional, but not. And yeah, there's so many classic scenes. So I just listened to an '80s podcast, of course, and they just did a Christmas Story episode, and they interviewed the guy that bought the house oh, in, cool. in Cleveland. That just and, went for sale like recently. Yeah, like, I saw them in and so it's a total a tourist attraction. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, if I'm ever in Cleveland, I'm not going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm going. To that. <laughs> no, I'd go there too. Yeah. But yeah, so that is, I think, my all-time favorite for nostalgia purposes. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I was doing. Feel free to butt in, but uh, he's I still was, doing his research. <laughs> I was just gonna say, as far as like the classics go, we just yeah. get the classics out of the way. Yeah, because yeah, you know, I'm sure in this room we all like all of those kind of throwaway classics. I do. Um, yeah, I think as far as the classics go, I'm not so much of a fan of like Miracle on Thirty Fourth or um, Christmas Story or. Really, you don't like a Christmas story? I don't think I've actually seen it the whole way through. Oh my god, that's sad. Or the, uh, what's the dumb black and white one? Wonderful Life. Okay, the um, dumb black and white Christmas Story is on TV, though, for like 48 hours. Yeah. So, Straight. yeah. yeah. Nah, well, so my completely unrelated holiday one, yeah. but because it is the same thing of like, it's on every holiday, mm-hmm. uh, is The Godfather. 
Really? Yeah, like AMC or Spike or whatever, like random cable channel, they always do like the holiday marathon of (laughs) like all of the Godfathers. And so it's not holiday related, but like in my mind, it totally like reminds me of the holidays because it's always on cable during like either Thanksgiving or December or whatever. It's kind of what Wizard of Oz used to be. Wizard of Oz always used to be on during Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it just became a holiday movie. Totally. It has nothing to do with all this. Isn't The Sound of Music one of those two? Yeah. It's on all the time. Yeah. On the holidays. Yeah. And then as far as classics go, um, the only like legit holiday classic movie that I will always watch is... um, Elf. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love uh, Elf. Well, yeah. yeah, Will Ferrell's number one fan. That's right. right. There, so. But uh, yeah, all those other ones, no, they're just kind of my all time. And I'll, I'm sure I've already played the clip. Was when um, Artie Lang's playing Santa, the mall Santa. Oh yeah. And <laughs> you smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> 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 just, yeah, but there's so many great, great uh, parts of it. It's kind of a modern classic. Yeah, that's what's so cool about it. It was like it came out in like oh three, oh four, and it's like instantly kind of became like, oh, it's the new holiday movie. Yeah. So that was cool. I'm actually surprised they haven't done a sequel for it because like the Santa Claus had like Good four point. of them. And yeah. How did yeah. it end? Was there well, it was kinda happy. It's probably opening he, open-ended, yeah. He married and had kids with what's your face? Zoe Deschanel. What? I remember that. Yeah. I do kind of remember that. Zoe Deschanel before she blew up. Yes. Um, Before she had bangs, I think. Yeah. I think she She always had hair. She had different hair in that movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, wasn't she like a weird fake blonde in that movie? Yeah. She might have been. I know Bob Newhart was his dad. Yeah. His elf dad. His elf dad, yes. Yeah. Because James Um, Caan was the Yeah. And Mary Steen virgin. So, yeah, I mean, it ended not necessarily open ended. No. But, uh... They could still pull off. Yeah. It's sequel. like, now he's married, now he's, like, the dad elf. Mm-hmm. Totally could have done a sequel. Yeah. Um, oh, little elf children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, I think they're considered classics just because they're a little bit older, but mm-hmm. both of the Home Alone movies... Yeah. These are all in my top five. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, totally grew up watching them. Had the VHSs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched them with my grandma. Um... Which one do you like better? I, I know there That's are some straight-to-video yeah. ones, but I'm talking about the first oh, yeah. two. I yes. never, yeah, I never stuck with the series after two. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, they're both so similar. They are. They're and, just one's in New York. Yeah, and two is really just, like, the sequel of, like, blowing it up bigger. Yeah. And, like, taking it out of, like, the hometown and going, like, yeah. Um, All I remember is the bird lady. And him, Tim Curry is is the hotel manager though, which is yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. Tim Curry was, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, so that was number two. Oh, because, yeah, number one, instead of, yeah, it's only because they both had the old creepy person that yes. turned out to be his best friend. Right. Um, yeah, the second one was the bird lady. Yeah. But oh the yeah, first one in New York. Yeah. yeah. like in the hotel yes. and stuff. The creepy oh. dude in the first one, I think, was a creepier, like, creepy figure that becomes like his savior kind yeah. of thing. Um, and he like takes out the bad guys with like the, the shovel, the snow shovel. Yeah, yeah it was pretty brutal. <laughs> but they they re they redid the same bits that always worked, like the whole uh, playing the video of the fake gangster movie. And yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it was totally it was the Hangover Two of its day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A couple other ones, Scrooged. Yeah. yeah. Super Bill Scrooged. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny. Uh, Lindley picked that, and Maywin picked it. Maywin hated the ending. Like, he just didn't like uh, how he kind of got tied ending. up in a bow. And, yeah. 
I thought it started really creepy, like, yeah. as a kid watching it, and when his dead boss visits him in the yes. office, and he's, like, like ashy and, like, crumbling yeah. apart. It scared the crap out of me as mm-hmm. a kid. Who was the fairy? Carol? Yeah, Car- uh, Carol Kane. Carol Kane, yeah. yeah. She's fun. She's really, yeah. Yeah, he just didn't like how he became almost like he was doing his preaching thing when he's on the he's a television oh, executive. Oh, well, because yeah. he was on TV, I know. so it yeah. kind of like had a platform and yeah. stuff. And when we totally forgot then, <laughs> like she just remembered she liked the movie. With yeah. yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen it. Seen Scrooge? Oh. Really? Oh, see, okay, what? homework. I've never seen yeah. it. I don't know. It's, it's essentially a Christmas Carol. Yes, so it's I the know. Whole, yeah. You know, Bob Bob Cratchit, yeah. Tiny Tim, yeah, yeah. You gotta see it now. Well, there's my Christmas. I know, there you go. recommend. <laughs> and then to keep it with Bill Murray, A yeah. Very Merry Christmas. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which one is that? Uh, it was his Netflix special from really? uh, a year ago, 2015. Yeah. Sophia Coppola. I told, to- oh, well, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's shot, like, really beautifully and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, it starts off really slow. It's really short. It's only, like, maybe an hour. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it kind of sucks because the beginning is really like sad and depressing and super slow and kind of boring but once like the singing really picks up and it just kind of goes from like musical number to musical number yeah um it's like really good so i should check it yeah. out i totally missed it yeah so, it's a, a netflix one. special so i will it's still on there cool yeah sam's still looking at scrooge oh so, yeah, i'm yeah. looking it up i'm gonna watch it add <laughs> um, to my cube um but i think to change tone <laughs> yeah I did want to mention one weird movie yeah. that I didn't realize is connected to a Christmas story. It's Black Christmas, the 1974 horror film. That's right, because Bob Clark directed yes. that. Yes. Yes. He directed, and I think he wrote, he just wrote a Christmas story. I don't know if he wrote Black Christmas or not. I think but, uh, Gene Shepard wrote a Christmas. It's based on a book that he yeah. wrote. Yeah. And Gene yeah. Shepard is also the narrator in the Christmas story, so... Yeah, but... Well, I guess they were saying, because I was reading up, because we're talking about a Christmas story a lot, because Bob Clark directed Porky's, and the success of Porky's, that allowed him to direct this movie. To yeah. direct a, and they're completely different. Like, he directed some, like, random films. Random. Yeah. But they all had, like, a sense of darkness to them. Yeah. They were all, like, dark comedies, yeah. and, like, yeah. 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 A Christmas story. It's you know this family comedy, yeah. but it's just there are kind some of dark things like, and, you, like, like him, vulgar and yeah. Well, beating the, up the bully that was totally yeah. like the bully was vicious until the end. And, uh, yeah, the whole furnace and the the way he would make up a language, but it was really him swearing. And so, yeah, it's, it's so good. And I've said it. I've said it a million times on the podcast. But do you know who was supposed to play the old man? No, Jack Nicholson. Oh. And so, but instead, huh. I, I think Darren McGavin was better because he was lesser known. Okay. And um, it would just have been about Jack if he did it that way. So, totally. Yeah. yeah. It would have been interesting. Yeah. Well, to keep it with the scary theme, yeah. uh, I'm putting out Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> I just watched it last night for Terror Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And it's real good. We could probably do one just on scary Christmas movies. Like, yeah. Are there, there scary are like, horror movies? Yeah. I fell into like a little wormhole yeah. looking up horror movies set during Christmas. Yeah. There's some great stuff. Yeah. What are the other ones? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I said <laughs> Her eyes got wide for that one. I would like to imagine that Silent Night Deadly Night was one of the first to yeah. kind of uh, bastardize Santa. Yes. But uh, yeah, it's definitely not a 
good movie, mm-hmm. but it's very entertaining. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other like horror oh, games. Something that showed up it was that Jack Frost movie where like oh. Michael Keaton becomes the snowman. Oh yeah. Whatever. No, but then there was another Jack Frost movie yeah. where the snowman was like an evil snowman. Mm. It's like yeah. a genre of its own, evil snowman. Um it isn't necessarily a holiday movie, mm-hmm. but its use of a turkey baster, I think, oh. <laughs> validates it for Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, don't breathe. Okay. Oh yeah. God! Yeah. There's a very brutal no. turkey baster scene, <laughs> and ever since that, I've just been like, oh, turkey. Well, Happy I was to be a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I feel like you can't not talk about Christmas without talking about Shane Black. <laughs> You're gonna go ahead. Well, because all well, not all of his movies, but yeah. a lot of them mm-hmm. all set during Christmas for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it became more of a recent, like, revelation that, oh, Die Hard, Dual Set, Train, Christmas. It's my yeah. favorite Christmas movie. Except Except every th- dude now. Was the third mm-hmm. one in Christmas? I don't know. The one with Samuel L. Jackson and Jeffrey Irons. I just remember them driving around in that taxi, like, yes. plowing yeah. through everything. Yeah. I don't remember. I also don't think, The first two definitely were. Yeah. I don't think Shane Black stuck around for Oh, that's a good question. So what other things did he direct? Oh, wait, no. I'm wrong. Die Hard was somebody else. Lethal Weapon was Shane Black. You're right. Lethal yeah. Weapon was during Those yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lethal Weapon was also during Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember the first one, that was when uh, Gary Busey, they drove a car through the, yeah. <laughs> they hit the Christmas tree. Yeah. So yeah, Die Hard and yeah. Lethal Weapon, those Why? total 80s Christmas action You're right. movies. Did they um, come out at Christmas time originally? That's a good question. Otherwise, what, what's That's always point? tricky. Yeah. Um, and also, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, mm. Shane Black, <laughs> The Return of Robert Downey Jr., and that was definitely set during Christmas. Yeah. Okay, so Lethal Weapon was originally released March 6, 1987. So oh, it was right. probably filmed during the Christmas of 86, and then... So it was released yeah. 87. Yeah. But back then, in the 80s, like a movie would stay in the theater for a whole year. That's true. So. That's a good point. Yeah. Probably brought it back. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Probably went through Christmas. Fun fact, I was yeah. reading the Wikipedia page for Miracle on 34th Street. The original? Yeah. yeah. And the original came out during the springtime because back then they thought people wouldn't see a Christmas movie in the winter because it's too cold to go outside. That's crazy. So they released it in the spring or summertime. That's great knowledge. Yeah. That's, so the first one came out in 47? 40, yeah. Okay. 40s. Yeah. I think that's the movie I was reading. Yeah, the about. one with Natalie Wood. And, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maureen O'Hara. But and it still made a bunch of money. That is interesting. Yeah, I want to go watch a movie about Santa <laughs> in May. I don't understand why they do that because a lot of, I mean, there was TV I don't even think was around yet. Mm-hmm. And so once it was out of the theater, it was gone. Unless they thought, thought about re-releasing it during the holidays. But that's crazy that they went through that. Yeah. So, you hate, so you just simply hate those like traditional Christmas movies <sighs> kinda they're just so schmaltzy <laughs> that's the fun part of it <laughs> okay so nobody mentioned this was crazy Christmas Vacation oh yeah yeah out of it's weird but out of all of the vacation movies mm-hmm. Vegas Vacation I think just because of like the timing of like when it came out yeah, yeah. like just I was the perfect dumb little kid age for that movie <laughs> when it came out 
And yeah, it was not like even as a kid, I was like, yeah, this isn't really good, but it's still like entertaining. There are some, but like this when they're in the casino and he's just playing like the stupidest games ever, like rock paper scissors. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, and they go to the buffet and it's like, I want some of that green stuff. Yeah. And that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, still, I love the original Vacation. For some reason, I I totally remember first and then European. And I don't know why that Christmas Vacation just kind of fell off the radar. I remember seeing it, but it didn't stick around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was when they brought back Cousin Eddie. Oh yeah, that's right. The famous uh, Shitter's Fool. <laughs> <laughs> um, did anybody bring up Batman Returns? No. Oh my god. That's a good point. With the that's right, Catwoman and takes place during yeah. Christmas. Oh. It does. That's right. What other superhero movies are around Christmas time? Can you think of any? Returns was the only one that came to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, was Iron Man three? Just because it was a Shane Black movie. I feel like some of them yeah. must have had like a Christmas party scene yeah. or something. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, that does. One of them three might have. Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh. they just have. Oh, that's right. Did uh, Dark Knight? Was that during the ho- the winter? That was just a company party that they were yeah. having. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was. Just oh, and he like. Yeah. Yeah. But that, I liked. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah. And Batman Begins, they're just in the Himalayas or wherever he is. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it's still working. Yeah. yeah. Up in the snowy hills yeah. and then just in the Narrows. That's right. All right. Thank you to everyone who decided to be interviewed for this podcast. Um, I did do go back and do some research, and I was correct. The street that Ralphie lived on was called Cleveland Street. And I even have uh, evidence, played by the clips, which I did back in the uh, Gwen portion that I was correct. So I only got two wrong. So there you go. All right. There were other movies that could have made my top five list, actually six list. Uh, one fun one, if you enjoy classic films, is Christmas in Connecticut from 1945. And this was a fun romantic holiday comedy starring Barbara Stanwyck, Dennis Morgan, and Sidney Greenstreet. And the plot premise is actually as funny as the movie with Stanwyck playing a food writer who really can't cook. And so she has set up this whole aura of being this married, and she's really single, housewife who lives in a farm in Connecticut. However, the the facade backfires when her publisher, Green Street, asks her to host a Christmas dinner for a returning war hero, and then mayhem ensues. It's a real fun and cute movie. Other ones include Christmas Vacation um, with uh, the Griswolds and, and, and everything. So that that's a fun one. Definitely worth checking out. I played a clip in the beginning. And then Remember the Night from 1944, that's also with Barbara Stanwyck and Fred McMurray. It's not as happy-go-lucky as your typical holiday movie, but it's still really well done. All right, here's the plugs. You gotta go to iTunes. You have to rate and review the show. I keep asking, but nobody does it. Is it because you don't have an iTunes account? If you do, make one and then make up a new name so they don't know that it's, you know, you doing this. In any case, it would be helpful. It'd be like giving this this podcast a Christmas present or a holiday present or whatever present you want to call it. Um, anyway, rate and review the show. would be a big help. But of course, you can also go to our official page at podbean.com under Damn Good Movie Memories podbean.com so go there and you can listen to the show as well you can also check out our YouTube page at Damn Good Movie Memories and you can go on Facebook and like our content alright everyone, happy holidays Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah whatever you celebrate enjoy your break and I will talk to you next week 
Generous ball! <laughs>